Do you know what the C-suite and a treadmill have in common? Both can keep you running, that's right. But you are still at the same spot. Get ready, go-getters, to run with me, Amir, not on the treadmill, but towards your leadership excellence inside the Nair narrative, the ultimate podcast that will guide you up the corporate ladder with a touch of humor and a lot of expertise. In each exciting episode, we'll dive headfirst into the fascinating science of success, unravel the secrets of effective leadership, and decode the art of skyrocketing your career. We're here to transform your journey to the top from that never-ending sprint on a treadmill to a strategic marathon that brings lasting success. So buckle up as we turn the wheel of ambition into the roadmap for success. Stay tuned and welcome to the Nair Narrative. Hello leaders, I am your host Amir and this is episode 1 of the Nair Narrative. Your presence here signifies your pursuit of becoming a distinguished leader within your organization. Perhaps you're already a leader aspiring to refine your skills. So what truly defines leadership? Is it merit titles or designation you hold? Not quite, my friend. Leadership is about embodying the authentic qualities and values of who you really are. So let me kick off this podcast by unveiling three essential attributes that will help you to exhibit leadership regardless of your role, duties, title or gender. But before I start, let me recount a story from the Mahabharata. Allow me to transport you back to the genesis of the Mahabharata war. Picture both armies facing each other. Tension is very high. In the Kaurava camp, Duryodhan paces relentlessly. He is grappling with disbelief at what the Pandavas have really achieved. They have masterfully assembled an army of formidable strength, an army of 15 lakh plus warriors. As he sees this, anxiety takes hold of him and he is unable to comprehend the gravity of the situation. An undercurrent of defeat engulfs him. And like a frightened child, he rushes to his teacher, Dronacharya. He is unable to control himself and he sarcastically rambles and tells Dronacharya how foolish his teacher has been. How Dronacharya's silly mistake of having chosen to teach archery to Arjuna has resulted today in Arjuna standing ready to make use of that knowledge of war against his own teacher. He laments that the disciple has outwitted the Guru himself. He then starts to question Dronacharya's commitment and questions if he still has a soft corner for the Pandavas. And then he goes on to say that don't be afraid, we have mighty warriors on our side and starts to list the name of his army generals and commanders and the army formations as if Dronacharya doesn't know. This scattered and insecure behavior casts a shadow over the camp, dampening the spirits of the generals and leaders who are in assembly there. Observing Duryodhana's distress, Drona's cold silence and deteriorating situation, 
Bhishma takes up his conch and sounds it, cutting through the mental haze and declaring war. This calculated act, which was intended to rouse the camp spirit, actually marks the commencement of the battle and the Kauravas became the aggressor. So let's take a look at the opposite side. Arjuna has asked Krishna to take his chariot to the battleground and he looks around and he sees the vast Kaurava army comprised of fathers, grandfathers, teachers, uncles, brothers, sons, grandsons and friends. He is confronted with the sight of familiar faces which is poised for this combat. He is stuck by what the tragedy would be of this war. And at this moment, his composure crumbles as compassion overtakes him. Throughout his life, Arjuna anticipated this very moment. Yet in this crucial juncture, an unexpected wave of doubt, lack of confidence overwhelms him. Grief, sorrow and despondency engulfs him. He grapples with an anxiety-driven state of mind. This fracturing of his psyche, when faced with a daunting ordeal, actually demands acute mental focus. But what happens with Arjuna is that his experiences of enmity, jealousy and a life marked by Kaurava's injustice clouds his judgment and his equilibrium. And this essentially triggers the Gita in which Krishna enlightens Arjuna guiding him from darkness to action. What I want you to take away from this story is the importance of unwavering clarity in our pursuit coupled with actions which are necessary. This is what I call self-management. Without this, adversity may trigger the instinct to flee. It will essentially invite cowardice and blame shifting that will demoralize you. The appetite for hard work will go down and the spirit of sacrifice will falter. And your decisions are then surrendered to others which will bring you ruin. However, remember, clarity alone does not eliminate fear. Illusions at that point in time may lure us from those challenging paths. But if you have the right mentors by your side, if you are able to pick the right signals, and then you can navigate towards the outcomes that you've always desired. Now reflect on this. Whether if you're an entrepreneur, a corporate professional or a student, do you truly understand the why behind your action? Why did you launch your business? Why aspire to join a multinational company? Why pursue entrepreneurship? This profound comprehension will sustain you through tough times and tough times will inevitably come for everyone. Because eventually those difficulties are inevitable And yet those responses that you have at those moments is how you are going to be defined. I have encountered entrepreneurs who when facing obstacle, close shop, borrow some more money from someone else and start a new business. Or maybe find a new partner. And they keep repeating this over and over again for the next couple of years, every two years or three years. And then people stop trusting him or her and stop lending out money and they fall into ruin. Or perhaps you witness managers mimicking Duryodhana, yelling at the subordinates during an office hours, 
because of some challenge that he is facing because his boss has asked him to deliver something very quickly maybe there's a crunch in the timelines maybe the project is not within the quality levels or within the cost levels they start shouting at their teams you know they kind of don't know what they're doing they have no clue they have no vision or vision would you know someone like that so clarity is paramount once you have it then you need to seek impartial guidance from mentors or coaches in your career life or business and act decisively the second factor which can propel you towards the next year is your mindset so there are essentially two kinds of mindset one is a fixed mindset in this mindset success is about proving that you are smart or talented this is about validating yourself in this world failure is about having setbacks maybe getting bad marks in school or college losing a match or getting fired from the job or maybe not getting accepted by the clients essentially not reaching for things that you value is about failure it means that you are not living up to your potential this is a belief system working in the background you want to be seen as a smart person you don't want to make any mistakes here people see having to work hard as a proof that they are not smart or good so they will go out and do everything possible sometimes i will hear people saying i can't become something i can't become an insurance advisor because i could never pass that exam people say hey look those guys are great because they are geniuses sachin tendulkar is a genius the reality is that it's 1% talent and 99% of the time is perspiration and hard work conversely the growth mindset fuels self improvement success is all about stretching yourself learning it's about development it's about learning something new it's about how you're growing people with this kind of mindset it's success they usually define it by you know finding what they have learned through that experience it is not a binary it's not a pass or fail it's not about success or failure it's about what could i learn from that experience what could i get to understand that i can do better there are always people who looks for critical feedback through the every single journey even when their things are going well and when things are not going well they look for critical feedback because they want to grow from that they want to understand what mistakes they have made they want to understand what mistakes others have made that they don't need they don't want to make themselves so in my opinion one of the fundamental things that you can do is to stop thinking about either winning or losing think about what you can learn from those experience this means that you have to shift from your own personal image that you want to project to focusing inwards to becoming who you really can now the third thing let me share a brief tale of a man who made up stone soup before i tell you about the third aspect in a village plagued with drought and famine a wise traveler was traveling through that village and he wanted to stay there overnight so the villagers offered him shelter but they told the old man see i we don't have food so we are not going to be able to offer you any food for the night so the old man said that's okay let me rest here for some time but tell me something do any of you have a large pot some of the villagers said yes uh, they had they had one so he said bring one of them to me and then he asked another villager would you have some water 
and the second villager went and got some water. Then he asked the other villagers if any of them had some wood for fire. When that villager went to get the wood, he told the rest of them that he had a special stone, and he would be able to make soup from that stone. The villagers were very surprised, but they did as they were told. And so the old man then asked someone if he had some meat at his house, and one of the villagers said he had some meat. Then he asked someone else, "Did you have some salt?" So someone else went to get salt, and then he asked the rest of the villagers if any one of them had some leftover vegetables lying around home. And you know where I'm going with this, right? So what began as scarcity, as each one of them got something or other, he made a soup. and transformed that night for everyone because they all were able to eat or have soup that night through the collective effort of every single individual in today's world it is essential that we carry people along our journey it's important to embrace and celebrate the difference among team members and colleagues because each of us are unique and we will bring something unique to the table and as a leader your job is to find it out and bring out that best quality about that person the whole team is greater than some of its part so essentially this needs to have your team needs to have diversity the people that you're taking along needs to have diversity you need to ensure there is inclusion and these are topics of vital importance and very close to my heart and i will be talking more about it in this podcast So what I've shared today is just the tip of the iceberg on the entire conversation about cultivating leadership in yourself. Developing these skills is essential for taking your career, your business to the next level and progressing on your leadership journey. So, have clarity or self-awareness, shift to a growth mindset and demonstrate leadership by including others and effectively inspiring others to follow you on that journey remember the leadership is a journey not a destination and that there is always room for growth and improvement and to take that next step in that journey join me in the next episode now as i sign off i will leave you with this one quote by jack welch as food for thought for you before you are a leader success is all about yourself When you become a leader, success is all about growing others. And that is a wrap on another episode of the Nair Narrator. I hope you are feeling better equipped and energized to slay your corporate dragons. If you love historical fictions and short stories, why not dive into my book? The link to buy them is in the episode description. and please join my paid community of over 200 experts and grow with amir let's accelerate your journey together don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a five star rating and review if you enjoyed our time together let's keep the conversation going share your key takeaways on this episode on linkedin at amir nair i would love to hear your thoughts until next time keep reaching for your greatness This is your host Amir signing off from the Nair narrative. Remember, your journey to the C-suite starts with stepping out of your comfort zone. So meet me in the next episode to get a little more uncomfortable.